Welcome to the Personal Branding Podcast with Seema. I'm Seema Batavia, a brand strategist and coach who helps people get dream clients by creating personal brands that convert. We are live. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to my live. Uh, we are live today by ourselves. It is a soul live today. And I am going to be talking about my own personal brand journey, my journey on how I went from a nine to five corporate job to building a remote business that I love. Um, it's been such a long time. We haven't had a chat. Um, I just wanted to share my story with you because uh, we've had a lot of new people come in and many of you don't know my story, where I come from, uh, what I do, and you know, I just wanted to say hi. So thank you so much for joining me. Super, super appreciative. Thank you. So we're going to keep the session about 45 minutes just to, you know, keep things moving and uh, we'll reserve 15 minutes for a Q&A. So half an hour, I'll just talk about myself um, and 15 minutes. I'd love to answer any questions that you have. So I will be taking questions. Basically, what I want to share with you is my journey on how I went from a nine to five corporate job to where I am today. So for those of you who don't know me, I'm Seema Batavia, brand strategist and coach, and I help people build their personal brands so that they can build um, their career, you know, of their dreams, doing something remote, using a skill that they have, using their personal brands. So I love to help introverts in particular because I'm an introvert. I know what the struggles are. I know how it is. So I just wanted to walk you through how I went about it. Uh, just so you could understand, you know, that the journey is not necessarily linear. It just takes a lot of deep digging. One year ago today, so it's been one year, uh, I joined Instagram on the 15th of June, 2020. 15th of June. So it's going to be a year in like 10 days. And I have been creating content for a whole year. And let me tell you, it has not been easy. <laughs> It has not been easy. Um, it's simple, but it's not easy. And I'll tell you why. So a year ago, I was working at a corporate job. Uh, my background is in marketing. I've been in marketing for a decade. So ever since I graduated college, you know, I started working and I've been in the field ever since. So essentially, I dedicated my entire corporate career to climbing the corporate ladder. That's basically what I wanted to do. You know, I, I was very driven. I am very driven. So for me, I come from a generation where we were taught, you know, get the best job that you can, do the best that you can, and make sure that you are able to land the best job, do the best that you can. And I kind of internalized that, right? And a lot of that has to do with the fact that I am an introvert. I grew up really, really shy. I grew up very quiet. So I felt like in my adulthood, I had something to prove, especially when it's a blank slate, right? When you are in a brand new job, a brand new office, you feel like, you kind of have like this something to prove to people. So although in all of my corporate jobs, I was pretty quiet. I was never like the one who was always like talkative, talkative, all of that stuff. But I was very good at what I did. So my work always, always spoke for itself. Like I was never the one who was shying away from work or lazy or anything like that. I was always like on top of things. And I always identified opportunities where they were. And I ended up working over the course of nine to ten years, actually. Holy cow. <laughs> a long time. Um up to the point last year where I was heading a marketing department at a big company. So I'm based in India. For um, anyone who doesn't know, 
So I was working at a corporate job over here and I was fairly happy with it. You know, for those of us who have been in corporate, we don't think we're unhappy. You know, we just know that this is the way of life. You go to work every day, you do your thing and you come back. And for me, I um, climbed the corporate ladder. So for me, I was at a position where I, I had the highest designation in the marketing department. There was nowhere higher to go unless it was like, like VP of the company or something like that. And I did not have those aspirations at all. Like I have never had aspirations of VP or anything. The funny thing is, if you ask my friends, they'll always say that, you know, you can be a CEO, you have CEO potential, but I never, ever, ever saw myself as a CEO. No joke. I'm a worker, but I'm not a CEO. So the way it worked was that I was pretty routine in my job and I was doing okay. And then the pandemic hit, right? And because of the pandemic, things kind of shifted around. And what happened was I started working a lot more. Me and the entire company, right? We were all remote. Things kind of changed um, overnight, kind of. Like you left work one day and then you never went back. So there was no start or end of the day anymore. You wake up, you're on your laptop, and then when you go to sleep, you're still on your laptop. And, you know, that was fine. There was a lot of work to be done, a lot of uh, fires to put out because, you know, everyone was trying to make sense of what pandemic is, what's going on. And the fact that no one knew what was going to happen. Like, you know, everyone was like, oh my God, you know, are we going to lose our jobs? What's going to happen? Do we need to stay? So that added to the paranoia because we had to work extra, extra hard. And this is not only me, this was everybody, you know, and it's understandable when you're in that frame of mind, you're like, okay, we got to make sure that uh, we do our best no matter what. And that kept up for a while. So we went into lockdown in March, I think it was last year. And sometime around April, May, I started feeling really, really burnt out. And it wasn't just from overworking. It was just, it felt like Groundhog Day. It felt like I was doing the same thing every single day. Every, every single day. And I don't know how to properly articulate this, but I went through like an existential crisis. You know, it was like, what am I doing? <laughs> Like, what is going on here? Like, well, I'm doing the same thing every single day. There are things going on and, you know, you're still like um, troubleshooting things and you're still doing like projects and stuff, but it's the same, same type of project every single day. So I actually started scouring the internet, right? So I stopped watching Netflix, you know, I actually, uh, as a means to find something new, I started working out every single day. I made it my pet project. And I, I became a fanatic. Like I was working out for like two, three hours a day. It was kind of bad, you know, but that's how I am. I, I, I'm like a, a dog with a bone. I find something and I just go with it. So then I started scouring the internet and then I landed upon two channels on YouTube. One was the future group for, from Chris Doe and one was Tom Bilio's impact theory. Highly, highly recommend both to anyone going through an existential crisis because it was able to put words to something I was not able to put words to. I didn't know what I was feeling. I knew I was feeling burnt out and tired, but I was also feeling slightly unfulfilled, slightly unhappy. I felt like there was something missing and I could not put my finger on it because on paper and in general, I had everything. You know, I had the best job that I could have. I was earning well. You know, I was, uh, I was safe and sound with my family. I have a good shelter. I live in a good area. You know, I, Lifestyle-wise, I had nothing that was lacking, but I was still not quite there. You know, I it wasn't, I don't know how to explain it, but it was just not fulfilling for me. 
Um, so I kept listening to these videos, listening to these videos, and it was all about go get your dreams and fulfill your dreams and fulfill your uh, potential and find your potential and, you know, all of that stuff. And I'm like, well, that's great, but I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, how, how does one find their potential? Because tell me, because I am so good at what I do. Uh, I think I'm doing a good job. So what's going on here? And um, so I found myself in a place where I, I didn't know what, how to find what I needed to do. So I started brainstorming, right? I had a lot of chats with a friend of mine who was also going through a similar stage in his life. And he's like, you know what? This particular exercise helped me where to write down what your passions are, you know, all of that. So I wrote all my passions down. And I remember one had creativity, one had teaching, one had artistic stuff. But the funny thing is, I don't know design. <laughs> I don't know design, right? I, I was really, really good at art when I was at school, but I don't know software. And I do not see myself as an artist who is going to hand paint because um, I have no patience for that. Like if there's something that I don't have is patience, which is ironic. I know. So I kind of looked at this list and I'm like, this list doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what this is. Um, so I kind of sat on it, sat on it, sat on it, continued, you know, working out like a mad woman every single day. And then I um, started to kind of go through my own skills, my own skills in terms of on paper, what am I really good at? Um, and one thing I'm really good at is branding. Like it's, it's one of my first loves actually. And one thing that really, really brought me joy in my job was creating brands for companies. So I've worked um, in four different corporate sectors in my life. I've worked in food, I've worked in real estate, I've worked in furniture, I've worked in printing. So one thing that was consistent, we were always launching something new in terms of brands. So I was always working with agencies, we were doing things in-house, and the brand part of it was always, always very fulfilling to me. So I was like, huh, brand, okay. Maybe, maybe there's something there, you know, there, there would be something really, something I could do because I don't own an agency. So I thought to myself, can I own an agency? Because I don't know design. Should I learn design? Should I own an agency? Do I have the potential for that? I'm not a CEO. You know, I'm just fine working the way I am. I don't know. Um, but the branding word for me stuck. It just stuck. It was like, uh, inception, you know, when you have the idea in your mind and you're like, you can't shake it off. For me, that's what it was. It was just branding, branding, branding. I like every single day I'd be up at night thinking branding agency, freelance branding, but I'm not a designer. How do I do this? I don't know. So I then spoke to another friend of mine and this friend of mine, she is a director at a huge company and we had always shared our wins with each other. And Turns out she was pursuing life coaching on the side that I was not even aware of. And when we had the chat, she's like, Seema, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a life coach on the side. And I had no idea. I had no idea. And I was gobsmacked. I'm like, what? You're act how? You have such an amazing career. You are such a, you had such a high position. You know, you're traveling all the time. You have the best job possible. Why? What is going on here? And she kind of explained to me the same thing that I was saying that, you know, I feel like I'm a bit unhappy and it's not quite who I am. And then she went on to tell me all about her life coaching journey and she was certified. I had no idea that she had been certified. So I kind of told her what I was feeling 
And she's like, Seema, if the term branding is sticking to you, that means that is your purpose. That is your purpose to go ahead and pursue that. Um, she's like, okay, so how will you pursue that? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know how to start an agency. I don't know any of that. I'm just, uh, I'm just good at having a job or whatever. And then she's like, you'll find that out. If you want it enough, you're going to find it out. But I think that you need to pursue this because there is something telling you that you need to do this now because at that point, I was unhappy at what I was doing. And she's like, if this is calling to you now, that means you're meant to do it. Um, maybe it's something that you need to pursue. How? She didn't know the industry. She doesn't know how branding works. But she's like, one thing I know is that you need to do something with it. So I went, I did what any millennial does. I went on the internet and I went on Instagram. And on Instagram, I just typed in the hashtag branding, right? And holy crap, this whole universe opened up to me, right? Um, this amazing carousel community, people with like Picasso level designs, you know, all of these like insanely talented designers and branding agents, you know, everyone talking about branding, design and everything. And I was inspired. I was insanely inspired. I'm like, Oh, how, how do I do that? Like how I don't have that level of art. I don't have that level of skill, but I know branding really, really well. How do I become one of them? Uh, and I just scrolled and scrolled and scrolled for days. And I, I was so intimidated. I remember feeling so, so intimidated. And you saw that they were so popular. You saw that they had like insane amounts of followers. You saw that they had like this amazing types of engagement. And you know, they were so encouraging to each other. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to become a part of this community. And I didn't even know it was a community at the time because to me, it just felt like an elite group, you know, like these celebrities that you want to be a part of. And I kind of, I scrolled for days and days and days and something told me, she's like, you know, my own voice, obviously, is like, Sima, you need to start. You need to do it. And I laughed at myself. Like, I, I cannot tell you how many days I put it off because I was laughing. Like, you have no design skill. What are you going to do? Like, honestly, what are you going to do? Look at those, those designs. How do you expect anyone to pay attention to you? And the voice wouldn't go away. You know, the nagging voice never stopped. And the funny thing is, I'm, I'm a very driven person in general, you know, and, and the driven part of me is like, woman, what is wrong with you? Just do it. It's just a post. And the other side is like, woman, the introvert side is like, do you want to make a fool of yourself? Cause that's what's going to happen if you do that. Like, do you really think you could become a designer like that? Like, you don't have it. So you know what I did? I joined a graphic design course. Hey, you know what? You gotta, you gotta solve problems, right? So I joined a CalArts graphic design course and I specialized in graphic design. It was, I think, a four week course. I finished it in, it was an eight week course and I finished it in two weeks, I think. And it asked me to do a final design in, in Illustrator and I hated it. <laughs> I hated it so much. Like, I cannot do this. Like, how are people doing this? Like, the strategy part was amazing. You know, I was just like, you know, strategizing everything in the background. Like, this is how it's going to look. And this is what it's going to look like. And when it came to using the software, I'm like, I cannot do this. 
So here I am with my graphic design specialization. And fortunately for me, I had locked my account name years ago, you know, on a whim. So I had my account name, which is Seema Batavia, my first name, actual first name, last name, right? And so I, I ran out of excuses. I'm like, okay, so you have the graphic design basics. You have your account name. You've gone through the account so you know what they're doing. You know, see, see what you can do. And I was terrified. I cannot tell you just how terrified I was. If, if terrified had, it, it was like the Yeti or like the boogeyman, that was it. Like it was, it was debilitating. That's how scary it was. Because one thing as well, which you may not see now, is that I'm an insanely private person. I'm a very, very private person. I do not, I, none of my accounts are public or were public rather. I don't share things in public. Um, my name is like blocked out in most places. I don't like to have a social footprint. And it was very scary to me to put my name out there, especially when I was still employed in my, in my nine to five, right? Like, what if people find me? They're going to make fun of me. They're going to think that, you know, who is this person trying to be this branding guru? Like, who is she, you know? Although I had a decade of experience, although I knew everything about the field besides design, although I know everything there is to know, my imposter syndrome was at 200%. 200%. I'm not even kidding. It was bad. And that nagging voice wouldn't go away. It's like, you know, you got to do this. I don't care how uncomfortable it is. You got to do this. So I tried making a carousel. And I think this was my first mistake. You know, uh, something told me that it had to be a carousel. It didn't have to, but to me, it had to be a carousel. So I was like, oh my God, I need to make a carousel. So I tried to make one with my very, very limited skills on Illustrator. Why would I do that to myself? I don't know, but I legitimately cried. I think that first attempt took me eight hours-ish more I can't remember but I sat on it the whole day I'm like you know I'm gonna make it this swipey thing and I'm gonna do this but I couldn't even move a freaking design or I couldn't like select a design and all of the tools were like all over the place and I was just like yeah Robbie big mistake like huge as pretty woman says you know it was scary it was demoralizing it was demotivating and I I was just like this is a horrible idea I cannot do this I absolutely cannot do this. This is, I, you know, I'm good at my job. I'm good at what I'm doing. Why rock the boat? Why am I doing this? So I didn't post. And I still kept scrolling, you know, I still, because I have a secret account that nobody knows about. So I kept like scrolling from that account. And I'm like, people have 80,000 followers. How on the, how on earth is this possible? 80,000 followers. They're so popular. And I'm like, I just wanted to cry. I think I cried. And then I went back to those YouTube videos, you know, motivating, be your own CEO, do this, do that. And it, it just felt like a joke and like a slap in my face that, okay, it's easy for you to say, but, you know, I can't be at that level where everyone is. It's just not possible for me. And I, I, these are real feelings that I had. It was very, very sad for me. And it was extremely excruciating because I knew I had the skill. I just didn't know if I could do it. And that was the worst feeling. And for me, as a doer, as an executor, as someone who's really good and driven, for me, it was the worst feeling ever because 
I tried to take a design course, I tried to do this, I tried to do that, and I still didn't have anything to show for it. And my semi-perfectionist self is like, you cannot post that shitty design that you made on Illustrator. You just can't. And looking back at it, I actually can't. It was pretty bad. So then my other nature, which is the finagling nature, which is just the just get it done nature, kind of spoke up and is like, okay, all right. If you have to do basic design, what would it be on? And for me, PowerPoint and um, Publisher on Microsoft are two of my favorite apps in the world. I've been using them for a decade in corporate, you know, whenever you have to whip up a quick design or whenever you have to whip up a quick poster or something. And there's always been designers on hand, right? But sometimes if they're not available, I was always like finagling and, you know, all of my colleagues were like, oh my God, see, my, you're so good at design. Um, so I'm like, okay, if you had to make very, very, very basic design, what would it be on? Because it was uh, unheard of to me that I would just do words on one post, right? That was unacceptable to me. I'm like, no, it has to be a design. So I'm like, okay, let's try that. So I whipped up uh, a post on PowerPoint. I don't know how I did it. I don't remember exactly what I did because my process has changed so much, but it was passable. You know, it was like, okay, it's a design and it has like gradient on it and it has blue and you know. So I, I was very sure about the fact that I wanted to use blue because blue is a color that's very dear to me and I love that. Um, so I knew it had to be blue. But I'm like, but with blue, I need something fancy in it. And if you go back, I have not archived any of my posts. You can actually go see my first post. It was shitty. It, it looked so bad. It looked so, so, so bad. Um, and I know I'm going into a lot more detail here, but I feel like I need to get it out. <laughs> it was just so bad. So I'm like, okay, okay, 10 slides. This is nice. This is nice. So 10 slides, 10 slides. Um, looked okay. And, but I didn't know how to get the continuity that people got, you know, like how it's like seamless. I didn't know how to do that. I made them individual, you know? And when I made them individual, they were very choppy. They were not like connected with each other or anything like that. Um, so I remember I used some phone app to like chop it into like pieces and make it semi seamless. Still didn't work. It's still pretty shitty. So what I did, I posted it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, the moment of reckoning, right? Like I actually posted it with my own name. So I posted it and I think I wrote like a very basic bio, what seemed true to me about helping people with branding that I am in branding. And then I just put it out in the universe, right? Once I put it out in the universe, what I did, I scrolled some more, right? I had no idea how to grow um, an Instagram account. You know, as, as the head of the department, I always dele delegated that, right? I'm like, okay, go handle the account. Myself, I've never grown an account. Even in my personal page, my personal page has maybe like 50 followers or something like that. Like I, I lurk. I never post and I never grow an account. So I remember stumbling upon several pages, um, you know, posts that showed how to engage and stuff like that. So I'm like, what is engagement? What does that mean? Finally figured it out that it means just interacting with people. So I'm like, okay, interacting with people. I can do that. But my introvert side is like, woman, you hate talking to people. What are you talking about? And it's true, like in real life, I'm very quiet, you know, I don't like to go out and mingle too much, but my voice is like, 
you got to do this. If you're going to do it, do it right. So I figured out how to engage, which is just interacting with others, you know, finding people in the community and, you know, interact with them. And I doubled down on it. And what happened was that I was so effective at engagement and at building those relationships and building those friendships was that although my designs were terrible and I have no shame in admitting that, um, I ended up getting so much initial engagement, I was in shock. Like uh, my first couple of posts would have like 40 comments or something like that. And I'm like, whoa, where did those people come from? Like, what is going on? It was shocking. And I didn't understand the value of this, right? I was just like, I'm just like getting my name out there. I'm just talking to people. And then I did that every single day, day in and day out. Every single day. Every, every single day. And then I started making a lot of friendships. Uh, Rabbi Murray, who was in the comments section, was one of my dear friends, one of my first friends that I made. So I connected with core people who were in this community. And that became my support system. Uh, and we would encourage each other to show up every single day. And I don't know if you know Robbie's designs, but his designs are killer. Okay. Like he is like the guru of designs. And here I am. I'm like, Robbie, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. What do I do? So he'd give me pointers here and there. Like, you know, maybe you should try this. Maybe you should try that. Um, and then eventually my design evolved to what you see today. I actually have not changed my design since I was at like 1k, 2k, I'm at like 50 something now, but since then I have not changed up my design at all. It's just been very basic for me. That's just who I am. And now my focus is not on design per se, right? So eventually I started seeing that my um, engagement was working. I saw that my um, content was finally hitting explore which had never happened before. It was just, it was lots of realization started happening. And right about the time when I hit 2K, 3K, that's when um, reels started coming out. So I did like a very basic reel. I was doing dad jokes all the time. So I put them up there um, and then I did lives. So Cynthia and I, I'm not sure if you guys know who Cynthia is, but Cynthia and I did our first live when we both hit 1K at the same time. And that was an amazing way to get on live. If that hadn't happened, I would not be on camera today. Um, and eventually started showing my face on stories, etc., etc. So I ended up putting myself out there in several different ways, right? And then sometime in July, so I launched my page in June. And sometime in July, I got my first client. I know this, this was unexpected to me. You have to know, I did not join Instagram with the purpose of, um, getting money or earning money because I was doing quite well. I had no intentions of that, but I was having such a good time doing what I love on Instagram. You know, to me, showing up every day was a fun activity. You know, although it was a lot of work to me, it was like a creative outlet, right? It was an amazing thing for me to do. I did not expect to get clients. Um, but I'm not sure if you guys saw a post of mine where I said I got my first client by accident. That's exactly what happened. Someone reached out to me saying, Hey Seema, I'm a startup. I need brand strategy and I don't follow you, but a friend of mine recommended you because I was looking for someone and they follow you. Mind blown. Mind blown. 
I had never ever expected that. I didn't know they were watching. I didn't know anybody was watching, let alone like people recommending me to people. Like, are you kidding? Um, it was surreal. It was surreal. And I was like, holy crap, people are actually watching and people want to work with me. And I was like, okay, this, this is cool. Okay, let's see if this is real. And, you know, I was half expecting it to be a scam because, again, I come from a generation where online business and all of that, that's still something very out of reach until you've actually done it. Um, so I did the service and he actually paid me in full in advance. And I was like, the man actually paid me in full in my bank account. There's actually money. This is not just like likes or anything. It's actual currency in my bank account. And he loved the work that I did for him. And I was like, yo, I sense an opportunity here. I sense an opportunity. So I kind of doubled down on the work that I was doing, you know, the messaging that I had. And I started opening up myself more to work opportunities, right? And fairly enough, more inquiries came in, more people wanted to work with me. And I started to take on some clients that I knew that I could. Um, because brand strategy in itself is a lot of work, is the research, execution, as well as you creating the strategy for them. It's not like coaching where you teach someone. It's that you create the strategy for them. So I was taking very limited clients, but good clients that I loved. So I was taking on clients steadily, steadily, and dude, it paid well. Okay, I'm just going to say this. Uh, money is a byproduct. I don't say that, you know, money is everything. But the reality of the fact that because of me putting myself out there, I was able to earn a living, I was like, hmm, okay. I had never considered that before. I'd never seen myself as a business owner before or even a freelancer before. I was happily employed, happily, you know, um, earning a very good salary. And I'm like, hmm, I, it wasn't even a thought of mine to go ahead and do this full time. And then I reached a point sometime in October, I think it was, where people started asking me for coaching. People wanted to learn from me, right? And I did not consider myself a coach. I love to teach. You guys know that from my carousels. You know, I've been teaching since day one. But it was never an idea of mine or a thought of mine to teach someone in exchange for money. That was never even a thought process for me. I didn't even know much about the coaching industry or anything like that. So I started looking into it more because by October, I think I had a sizable number of uh, followers. I think it was above 10K or something. And more and more and more people started to ask me if I was taking on coaching clients. And my, you know, financial brain was like, you know, there's an opportunity here. You know, like uh, brand strategy is great, but you may want to look into this. And my other side of the brain was like, you don't have time. And I didn't have time because I was working at my full-time job. I was already doing a few brand strategy clients. Um, and honestly, there was no way I could have done both. Like I could not juggle it. It was impossible. One of them had to go. So I did a lot of deep thinking. And at the same time at my, at my corporate job, Things were changing, you know, their, the goals were changing, all that was changing. So there was a lot of thought process that went into this, thinking, okay, if I were to do coaching, what would it look like? How would I benchmark it? So I started doing a lot of research on that and understanding what the coaching entailed, you know, what it actually means to be a coach, um, you know, how much I could charge, how I, how I could structure a curriculum, what the result would be, what the goals would be, lots of research 
went into the back end. It didn't happen overnight. I think I spent at least like a solid month understanding what that would mean. And then I, uh, once I understood that, okay, I have a couple of clients in the pipeline who are willing to pay, ready to pay right away and who want to work with me right away, um, I made the decision to quit. I cannot tell you how hard the decision was. I think I cried for like a couple of days because you have to understand that for someone who's been in a corporate job for a decade, it's it's kind of like you're breaking up with a part of yourself, right? My identity had become heading a department. My identity had become, you know, someone leading a team. My identity had become that. And I went through a lot of discussions about this with a friend of mine where he, he walked me through this as well, that that's, that's, that's what was happening. There was immense sadness for me when I made this decision because, again, you're throwing away a lot of hard work, right? For what? For an online job? For an online career? My rational brain was like, woman, you are crazy. You are absolutely crazy. So I did a lot of consulting with my family. You know, I talked them through it. I'm like, look, I am doing well here. You know, I'm, I love what I'm doing. I'm excited to do this, do this every single day. Then why not do it? And my family is amazing. So they were supportive every single day. They were like, you know, no matter what you decide, do what you want to do. Do what you got to do. You know, whatever you want. So I made the decision to leave. And then, and then, things blew up on Instagram. And I don't mean follower-wise. I mean, like, business-wise. The moment I put it out there that I am launching coaching and, you know, ramping things up with brand strategy, the clients just came. You know, the clients just came. And honestly, it has, it has not stopped since. So, since November, we're, what, six months in now? What's happened is now I have multiple income streams from this personal brand alone. The number one thing is brand strategy. So I've continued that. So I call them my done for you clients where I do the brand strategy for them for individuals as well as businesses. The second thing, which is the main thing that I enjoy is coaching. So coaching for me is helping introverts identify their skill, help them put themselves out there so that they can start landing clients, how to build their brand so they can do exactly what I'm doing, right? The third thing is um, digital products. So I launched a course last month and it was a very, very successful launch, very lucrative product. So I learned the power of passive income. I slept, I still made money and it was like, whoo, again, mind blown. I don't need a salary anymore, like what? Um, so that's the third stream, which is uh, passive income, digital products. Uh, I've also done brand sponsorships. I've done with done one with Adobe. I have several in the pipeline, you know. Brand sponsorships is when people pay you to promote a post or to do some work for them with your personal brand. Um, I'm also considering affiliate marketing, but I don't know enough about it to put myself in there, but that is something I'm considering and I might be doing something very soon. And I have a few other ideas and other launches that I'm planning. So essentially, from last year, June... To today, I'm in a whole different place. Whole, 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 whole different place. And I don't want to share this because I want to brag. That's not the intention because I have, I, it's nothing brag worthy. It's just, I'm walking you through just how troublesome it was for me to find what I wanted to do. Troublesome it was to actually have the support to, you know, put myself out there and actually get started and build a community and, you know, 
I wish, I wish I had a mentor who knew what I needed, right? My friend came very close. She was just like, you need to pursue branding. But beyond that, it's like, she didn't know what I needed, right? She didn't think I needed to make money and I didn't think I needed to make money. But the fact that I was able to, mind-blowing, right? Who the hell would have thought? Who the hell would have thought? So I wanted to kind of just say this to you is that this was only the result of my personal brand. And it's about the fact that I was able to put myself out there despite being a massive, massive introvert. You don't see this on camera, but I am a huge, huge introvert. I do not feel comfortable putting myself out there in public. I do not feel comfortable being the social one all the time. But what I love is this, interacting with people that I know, interacting with my community, talking about branding day in, day out. Like, this excites me. So the funny thing is, if I'm working 15 hours, 16 hours in my corporate job, it's... exhausting but if I'm working 18 hours here which I was doing I don't feel it I don't feel it I feel it like after a month when my body's like yo woman gets yourself some sleep but that's just physiological right my point is it took me a whole journey to get from me feeling completely unfulfilled unhappy dissatisfied but I couldn't put my uh, finger on it you know I didn't know what I was feeling and I know I get messages on a daily basis from people who are feeling the same way so I know I've been there because that's where I started to the point where you're like okay I need to do something but I don't know what that is that deep digging took me ages I had to scour the internet for like a hundred videos I must have watched at least 200 to 500 videos during that time and to me It was just like, when someone says to you, chase your dreams, become the CEO, chase your dreams, become the CEO, that's all great, right? In theory, that's all amazing. But if you don't know what it is that you love, that all falls flat. And I'm a big fan of reverse engineering and being very logical about the things that you do. So that's how I approach it in general. I approach life in a way that, okay, what's the next step? What can we do here? You know, what's the action that we can take and then make those moves? The most frustrating to me is being stuck. If you're stuck, that means that something is not working and that is something that I hate, absolutely hate. So it took me lots of like introspection and thinking inward and, you know, talking to people like, you know, for me to arrive at this place, it hasn't been easy, right? And when I see people who reach out to me in my DMs and in the comments saying, I feel the same way, what do I do? To me, it's just like, I feel you. You know, I completely feel you because it's it's not easy. And what's worse than feeling crappy is the fact that you don't know what to do about it. You know, and, and that's something that I feel is a part of my calling now, a part of my mission is helping introverts like myself. And even if you're an extrovert and you are feeling this way, helping people who are feeling this way Um, who don't feel seen by people, who feel like they've been sidelined and they see other people doing it. Helping you understand that you're not alone, first of all, and understanding that there are steps that you can take. It's all a discovery process. It's all the guidance that you need. It's never you by yourself. There is a huge community out there of people who are feeling the same way. I've worked with over 25 people now, 30 people, I can't remember, a lot of people now who are 
who were in the same place where you were and now they're on their way to build a whole new career just because they didn't have the guidance then but by talking by gaining the clarity by showing up every day um you know working with me they they've been able to get to that place so i just want to share that it's okay to feel that way and there is a solution to it you don't have to feel stuck and i just thought that i i would share this journey with you i hope that it was useful um i i've never shared it in this much detail before actually and as a private person it makes me slightly uncomfortable to share it but i know it's necessary because if you're watching and feeling the same way i want you to know that i feel you i hear you and i'm here for you for anything that you need okay so i hope that it's been useful i'd love to answer a couple of questions how did i keep myself motivated during the non-linear scale up path i just enjoyed the process i cannot tell you just how enjoyable it was for me to show up every single day like it became so fun for me because number 1 i loved what i did so i loved branding the field right number 2 i enjoyed the engagement process so for me talking to people became a part of my day you know i wanted to see who else is out there i wanted to connect with new people it became like a very um nice part of my day i looked forward to it even if i had to wake up at 5 a.m. and engage or engage after 6 p.m. after work for me it was a lot of fun it was enjoyable to me and the third thing which i think was the most effective actually no four things third thing which was really effective was my support system my supports i've made amazing friends i made amazing friends and i saw that they were in the same boat you know they were in the exact same boat and they were feeling the same thing i was feeling and they were showing up as well every single day and you start feeling like a part of a group part of a community it's no longer by yourself so that was something that kept me going and the last thing which i have to mention is i removed barriers so although all logic dictated that i needed to use illustrator i used powerpoint instead i got made fun of a lot for using powerpoint like i used to have comments in my dms every single day saying uh, i'm sorry but you should do this i'm sorry but your design looks like that because again i was in a design community right that's understandable but i made it easy for myself to show up if i had told myself that you need to create illustrator designs or like uh, photoshop level designs i would not have showed up i would have given up in day 2 or day 1 i never even did day 1 So that's one thing remove the barrier so that you make it easy for yourself to show up. Use Canva, use whatever you want to make sure that that works for you. And yes, I still use PowerPoint. For me, that has been a, a huge key to my success. Okay. What's the difference between promotions and sponsorship? It's pretty much the same thing. You are essentially getting paid by a certain brand or a company um to promote their brand. you know to they're sponsoring you for it and they they're paying you for it so this means you you either put a post or put a story or multiple stories or you do like a reel or you know an IGTV whatever they they tell you what the terms are or what they need you see if that's right for you you negotiate an amount and then that's what it is and it's a very lucrative way to do things especially if you start gaining a big audience um or a very highly engaged audience even if it's a small audience it's okay what they see is that there is a product that your audience is going to buy from you because you refer it 
that's why it's so lucrative and it's so effective so you'll see a lot of big creators do this a lot of influencers do this and they end up making a whole living out of this guys so i'm gonna be making it a part of my strategy going forward because for me a big thing is to make sure that the product aligns with my values like i, I get a lot of pitches every day you know people pitching for insurance companies or people pitching for like you know um stock photo companies stuff like that but for me that's not something that's in line with my values you know it's not something that i would naturally help people with you know so you have to make sure if you're considering sponsorships that it is in line with your values and something that your audience would listen to otherwise they're gonna be like why is she talking about insurance all of a sudden she's never done that before so unless you are if you're someone who's financially savvy and is giving that type of advice then you should consider that okay all right let's answer this last one one tip for beginner start <laughs> start 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 um honestly it's as easy as that so again it, it can get as complicated as you want so you could do a lot of deep digging you can find out what you want to do you can do like this whole spiritual process and talk to a bunch of people or you could just dive in and figure out what you want right so for me i had to do a lot of thinking because i did have a lot of limiting beliefs to come over because i didn't have that level of support on what i wanted to do because i didn't know what i wanted to do and before I jumped in, I had no idea. But if I were to advise, I would say just try. Try it out. You never know what's going to come out of it. And if you feel like you're in a spot where you don't know what you want, you have to test it out to see if it's something you don't want. Because if you don't know if, if it's something you hate, then people are not going to, you know, they don't know what to support you with. Okay. All right. Am I in India or outside? I am based in India. How much do I charge for helping individuals? Please DM me. I will give you the info. Okay, I see um, a question about business. How can I get a proper audience in my business? Your audience is a result of everything you've created. This is why I keep talking about brand all the time and I keep harping about brand, brand, brand. Because your brand is a perception, okay? Everything you say, everything you do, everything that you are putting out there all the content you're creating you know the people you're talking to uh, the videos you're doing or not doing all of that is creating a perception in people's minds you have to make yourself findable okay and this includes you know uh, optimizing your page it includes optimizing your web presence it includes putting up a website for example it includes maybe putting up a blog post or being on linkedin whatever suitable to you what kind of business you want but you have to become findable. If you're not findable, people will not find you, first of all. And in the beginning, you it'll be very hard for you to be findable because people don't know you exist, right? Unless they use SEO to find you. This is where you go out and find them, right? You have to look at the communities where people are. You have to look at where they hang out. Look at Facebook groups, Quora, Reddit, look at forums, look at every single place you can think of and then find the people that you want to work with. That's how you find an audience. And when you start doing this daily on a regular basis, it kind of becomes um, a compounded effect because the effects, uh, the work that you're doing, it starts showing, right? One person hears about you, then 10 do, then 20 do, then 30 do, then 50 do. It kind of compounds after that. So this is a very generic answer because every business is different. But honestly, make yourself findable and create content around your specific niche that's going to be a very effective way for you to get found. All right, okay. On that note, 
Thank you so much for joining me today and thank you for listening to my story. I really, really hope that it was helpful to you. Um, it was it was nice to share my story because I feel like it's nice to connect and to let you know that you're not by yourself if you're feeling like this, okay? So thank you so much for joining me. I'm Sima Batavia, a brand strategist and coach. And hopefully, you know, I'll hear from you. If you have any questions at all, let me know. I'd be happy to answer if you have any questions about my journey, getting started, and, you know, just happy to share. So have a great weekend and I'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. If you're an ambitious introvert and you want to start attracting your dream client by building your personal brand, come find me on Instagram at Seema Batavia. Reach out to me with any questions or concerns. I'm always happy to hear from you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Have a great week. And please stay safe.